Welcome to another episode of Unguarded presented by Weevolve. I'm your host, Jory Davis. My guest today is Georgia Santana, who I've taken a few L's from during my playing career here in Italy. She's from Treviso, Italy, right outside of Venice. She has played in France, Turkey for some of the biggest EuroLeague clubs in Europe, one of them being Fenerbahce. Uh, Gio is a smooth soul, loves photography, art, and writing. She's just an all-around good person, in my opinion. The first time I met her and her family was after a skio game. I came down from Switzerland where I was playing that year, and they invited me to dinner along with our agent that we had at the same time. Uh, and I, they fed me well. They took very good care of me. And the biggest thing is that they picked up the tab. It was a really good night. We had great wine. And, um, you know, I, that was my first time meeting her. So I never forget someone and their family um, if they treat me to a great meal because I am a foodie. So that's my personal experience with Georgia. But over time, um, I've thought about the European players. You know, a lot of Americans, we come over with our degree. We already have finished school, and now it's maybe a do we want to get our master's. However, the European players, they usually start their careers just with a high school degree. And I wondered how it must feel now for Georgia as she is 30 and now transitioning into life after sport and you know what's what's the next plan what's her journey what's her what's her goal when it comes to furthering her education or just trying to figure out life after and so we had a great conversation she's a very smart and intelligent intelligent girl so uh, i hope you guys enjoy it remember to subscribe share leave comments and let's get to the show Welcome to Unguarded. I'm here again with another special guest, Georgia Santana, Italian national team player, silent assassin. I thank you for joining me today. I know you are outside of Italy right now. I'm sure it's a lot going on, so I appreciate you taking the time to come and talk to me. Thank you for inviting. I'm happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. Today we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the European side of things when it comes to education, the transition, when it comes to how you balance everything. So let's take it back to the younger days where you're you're coming up. I know we have some young talent on my team, Villa, if you've heard of or heard of her. Okay. You're 15, 16. Obviously, you know, you're talented at this point. How are you balancing practicing like a pro, but you're still an amateur? You're still going to school. Like, what is that like for the European player? Because obviously for the American player, it's completely different. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's hard. Like you have to be ready to sacrifice a lot because when I was as a, your teammate, I, when I was 15, actually I was playing already in Venice in the in the first league. But at the same time in Italy, you have the option to play also a smaller league. So I was playing in the first league, but I was also playing youth with my my town and another A2, so the second league. So actually I was really full. My schedule was filled with basketball all days, every day. It was hard, but I think uh, the secret of this was being able to managing the time. So I was, uh, when I went into class, I would uh, really pay attention to what the, the teacher was saying. So that would save me a lot of time later mm-hmm. to study of it. I think it's, as you said, it's harder for us because we really don't have a 
infrastructure behind that support athletes. But at the same time, I think it will teach us to really be focused on what you're doing and try to do it as fast as possible because you have to reach the goal and you really don't have time. My 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 youth was crazy for real because <laughs> if I then I have my mom that would uh, would drive me around to save time because if I had to take public transportation really probably right. I would I wasn't be able to do it. I think the sad part for me is that when I was done with high school I couldn't really go to university because actually in those years they put that some university has the you have to attend classes like it was mm-hmm. a, a mandatory to attend class and of course it's impossible because if you practice in the morning and in the afternoon there is really no time so basically my education finishes with high school I think that's a pity so to not f- for me, maybe now, not, not, because eventually with my career, I managed to uh, make good money and I came, I'm good. But at the same time, I look at all other teammates, didn't make my money or they don't know what they will do after. That, that sucks a little bit because it's really not uh, supportive in Italy, the, the, the combo. How is it if there is an athlete that is talented, but maybe she doesn't have the backing support of the family? Is it very difficult for her to manage this type of career as a youth if you're talented? Like it takes a a team, I guess, on top of your team Mm -hmm. to make sure you can get to all the places you need to get to. And I'm not sure where are you from exactly in Italy? I'm from Treviso. Okay, so yeah, that's like 25, 30 minutes from how yeah, from Venice. Th- yeah, 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 30 minutes from Venice. Okay, so you didn't have to go too, too far, but still. What do you think, as far as the parents, that's a big, it's a big sacrifice for them, for the, for the young players? I think uh, nowadays, yes, like parents needs to be willing to help the kids. And um, kind of sad because sometimes I see that this doesn't happen. Like they arrive to a point that they take, they take the kid and say, you have to pick school over basketball or whatever other sport because of course education is important uh, when a parent sees that you are not doing good in, in class I mean they're probably mm-hmm. not happy uh, but I th- also think at this point you as an athlete as a person that loves the sport that you do you need to be able to understand how to manage your time basketball for me was important so I would have done anything to keep playing i would have studied at night i would have sacrificed party with my friends i would just put basketball on top education second and of course my family always supported me and also i was lucky because my family actually wanted me to play basketball like they right. saw that i had potential so they never tried to stop me at the same time i never missed a class i never was bad at school so they gave me a lot but at the, in back i gave them a lot yeah we do have to to say you are one of the you know you probably go down like in the history books of the best female players in Italy so you know you are in a sense one of a kind let's talk about those players that they're not sure if they'll end up being the next Masadri or you know Santana like but they still are somewhat good what do you feel about that because it's difficult I mean right now I know a lot of the young Italians outside of basketball leave 
for work. So what do you think for them? Like, how does it go? You know, that's the difficult place. When you're, when you're the top, top, okay, you know you have a future. And of course, Italy has a couple of good teams that are the Euro Cup, Euro League level where they can probably go and make good money. But um, it's not necessarily common that many Italians now leave Italy or make it out. So yeah. what do you think about for those players? Well, for example, I play with uh, teammates. I don't know if you remember Giulia Gatti, the point guard that was in skill. Mm-hmm. I think we can take her as an example as a player that anyway managed to play in the first league but at the same time she studied and now she has a, a, a degree she has a diploma and uh, I think this is important especially now in this moment for athletes to do the double thing that yes yeah. keep playing but at the same time at the same time I would suggest to keep studying because money are gonna go down for sure mm-hmm. especially after this crisis right. that it, you cannot live out of basketball probably for the rest of your life so for sure my suggestion would be try to manage both because I think it's also good if for let's say a 10 years career you also study at the same time I actually wish I would have done that because this would take me now with a degree and I would actually invest maybe one two hours a day there is no pressure for you to finish university right away. There right. is just you to invest some time during the day to study and bring up something else in your life that eventually will help you once your career is over. So for sure, I would suggest to any athlete to, to study. As far as the system, because we know the system, again, is not set up like America. Is there anyone advocating to try and remodel the system? Is there anything happening to try and help you guys to to find other careers and balance basketball or is it just the culture like you you play basketball if you're good you go there if not you figure it out yeah (laughs) I think I think it's more or less our culture because if you think like our universities are probably the oldest in the world or more or less Mm -hmm. and it's always been done like this sometimes in the past I was like why they don't change it and make it like uh, like in America you know for athletes it's good but at the same time I think that maybe your teammates be like the one that you're saying before at 15 she's already making money I when I was 15 I was already making money not a lot but I was still making money and so at some point as a as a human being you start to think okay I'm 15 I'm making money so why do I have to study Mm -hmm. and at the same time the, the university doesn't support you at all because it happened to I was I was at university the first two years and uh, one time I went to to give an exam and the the teacher were like oh you are the player but I say yeah because you know I sent some emails to have some feedback some right. she's like she asked me a question that was like totally no one knew about it not even the people that were in class I'm like I don't know okay yeah you have to come back and give it another time I'm like I don't know I wish I wish Italians would uh, help more athletes in this but I think honestly we are on on our own like we need to figure it out ourselves because the system is just like this it's not gonna change I think it's common around Europe I've even heard stories about girls that barely finish high school because they they started so young playing. And uh, at the same time, it's great 
that you can be 14, 15 playing with pros. And then on the other side, it's like you're starting that journey really early. You know, you, you're you also immersed in a culture that's kind of like way above your time per se, but it's, it's common in Europe because, you know, over in Italy, yeah. you guys drank way before we can drink and, you know, you're more free. So yeah. it's definitely different. But what's your feelings about far as mentorship? We know Villa, she's young. Maybe she's thinking, oh, I'm getting money. I'm good. I scored 20 points already. I'm 14. And, you know, yeah. in Italy, I'm, I'm about to go to the top. Like, I don't need this. We, we all know, you and I know, at some point is going to stop. And also, you never know if your career, if you stay healthy, you don't know if you might get injured. What was your experience with mentors? Was anyone pushing you to think of education or thinking of something different? Or is it always just the basketball, be the best and put in the work on the court? No, for sure. For sure. For me, it was like, first of all, finish high school. Like that's mandatory. There is no way you're not going to finish high school. And I've never even thought to do not finish high school because uh, I like to go to school. I like to study. So for me, it was never, ever an option. And as I told you before, I also told I started university. Then I really gave up because Italian league, EuroLeague, national team, really there was no time for me to keep up. But uh, now if I would see a young player that drops in high school, I would honestly say that she's crazy. I would like, if it was my teammate and I had to mentor her, I would actually kick her in the butt because for me, there is no way that you can drop education before university. At least, at least you got to finish high school because even if it doesn't seem important, school gives you a um, different perspective of everything and actually keeps you on track. It's like, I know sometimes sucks to go to school. It wasn't always nice for me either, but it really gives you a, gives you a that nothing else can give to you. For me, there is nothing more important than education, not even sports. Sports for sure gives another kind of structure and both the combination makes you in my opinion, a human being that can afford anything in life if you put in both the right amount of time. I really don't support who drops early in school because especially nowadays with what we are living now with the coronavirus going around, you need to know that anything can happen in any moment, for real. Yeah. You 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 need to have other other streets ready for you to take. We This season, we also had another player, young player um, who was, when I came in, they were saying she was supposed to be the next you. And I was like, which player? <laughs> I don't, I don't see, I don't see it. Like, you know, like, um, you know, she was good. She was not terrible, but I mean, come on. Like she had a lot of work to do to, to reach that, that level. In my opinion, she had dropped out of school. And of course, you know, there's a thing when the, the loudmouth American comes in there and I'm like, why is she not in school? Like high school? Yeah. That makes no sense. What are you, what, what are you thinking? And everyone's like, no, Jory, no. Is it really up to the parents in these situations where from the clubs, the everyone involved, it's not something where they value this. It's something that really your parents 
have to take a stance and say, no, you're going to do school? Well, for sure, the parents in this must have uh, something to say. But at the same time, I don't know. the When you talk about parents, it's always a question mark because you don't know the background of the family. You mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. You don't know if the family are even there because n- nowadays you, you never know what's going on behind. I cannot, sorry, I cannot believe that the team you were with accepted this because for me, it's really unacceptable that a young player don't go to school. Like, it's right. too much important, too much. Maybe you don't have to have all the best, uh, the, like, you know, you don't have to get the maximum out of your test every time, but at least the minimum required is too much as an experience to miss out on. Like, you can miss yeah. out on this. Yeah, I think the experience just being a around people it's yeah something you you just I don't I couldn't wrap my head around it but again you know this is not you know my place these are these are the things where you know I can't directly relate to her you know of course I am older she knows my names I've been around Italy but I'm still you know I can't directly say hey you need to go to school but let's fast forward to the part where now you're out of high school and now okay yeah you university is difficult to manage and you start to travel, do you think it's easy to forget that, oh, I didn't get my degree from university? Like, is it easy to kind of start to forget? Because I mean, the lifestyle overseas is is a wonderful one. I mean, there's not much else we can do (laughs) to accomplish this lifestyle. Do you think it's is easy for the player to forget that, oh, I didn't get my master's, I didn't get my degree from university? Yeah, it is. It is easy. Especially if you maybe start to make decent money, you think you don't... Because let's, let's, let's be real, like the only thing why a person studies is to eventually find a job and eventually get some money. And mm. when you start to get money from what you're doing, so basketball, whatever else, sport, you're like, okay, well, I'm doing, I'm making my money, so why? Why do I need a degree? Like, but you don't because you think just in the moment. You don't think that in twelve years you are not gonna have anything in your hands. For most of us, at the end of the career, how much did you save? Like, if you were really smart, maybe you can save a decent amount. But how decent? I have I've played with the players in Italy, or I heard of players in Italy that plays for a thousand euros a month. That I mean, even if you never go out to eat, you never do nothing. At least four five hundred euros to eat at home you have to spend you know yeah i think when you start to get money you that's the moment that you should start to think of about after especially also maybe trying to count okay i make this this year what's my chance for next year i think that's the moment when you need to start to see who you are as an athlete and what you actually can accomplish if you really don't want to study i think you still need to, to develop something in your career that at the end you will use because otherwise for real at the end of your career you will end up with nothing in your end and that's yeah. the, the real question. What are you going to do after? Because in America, you know, financial literacy and education on finance, athletes going broke is a big thing, you know, over the media. But when people try to come from America and, and try to create things in Europe, one, they don't understand the difference in culture. You know, Americans versus European is totally different. You can't bring the same culture here. And then two, they don't understand the wide variety of money. Like they think, oh, all these professionals over 
overseas, I need to get in this market. But it's like, no, everybody's not making money like LeBron or Diana Taurasi yeah. and stuff like that. Like people might make, and I've heard of players make 800 euros, 500 oh, yeah. euros a month. How can you tell that player financial literacy saved? What? They, what can they save? You know, so with your experience, have did you have anyone in your life in the, the beginning? Do you know if it's available to players in Europe to have someone that can help them with investments? Because I know a couple of European I spoke to, we were th- just talking about investments and they were like, no, we don't. That's not like big. That's something in America. And I was like, impossible. <laughs> like, Yeah, there's companies, there's businesses to invest money yeah. in all over the globe. So clearly... Also, when it comes to what can you do with your money, if you put 200 euros here, um, is there something to your knowledge out there? What is your particular story with, you know, managing money? Well, again, I was lucky because my dad is a great uh, accountant. So he knows knows about money. Actually, that's not his job, but he just loves this. So I think I also grew up with a structure of uh, saving and investing because Mm -hmm. uh, uh, my dad loves to buy sell on the stock you really invest time in this and so for me it was easy because i'm like okay that teach me how to do this help help me on this or maybe just manage my money but this is because i really trust them you know when you give the money to someone you really need to trust this other person because honestly if i had if i didn't have my dad i don't know if i would give my money to someone probably i would be stuck in it under the blanket because i really don't have any knowledge about it but now now that i'm older i say i can easily say that i'm lucky that i had someone that took care of it so uh, for sure it's really hard to relate because as you say like the 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 money we make it's like so different like you never know who you have in front how much is making sometimes i think about how how much i make and i cannot relate to how much maybe you can make like i really have no clue so at the same time you're like okay but we're we're talking about investing but still someone needs to know first of all how much is saving to invest and also what you want to accomplish with those money investment in europe are i think not that easy i don't know in america but it's really not easy because as you can see there are so many difficulties um banks banks disappear still money uh, then you invest in a in a house and the day after the stock goes down and your house half of the value uh, or stuff like this investments it's hard if you're not able to do it yourself you really need to find someone that you trust and you can count and helps you to at least understand we're both getting up there in years we're getting a little old <laughs> what's what's your thought process now you know are you are you looking to be more entrepreneur are you looking to uh just continue to build things off of your brand as a player are you looking to do more school what's your goal now as as you're you know getting older obviously you're still healthy you can still continue to play again i say the europeans they yeah. play to freaking 37s 40 like i hope not <laughs> but it could be so what's that 
like now in the feelings, you know, do you feel scared or nervous? Again, obviously I get the sense that you have a good support system behind you. So it's probably, you've been thinking about this, you have a good foundation, but what's your feelings and your thoughts now regards to after basketball? Well, I've really, really started to think about basketball, about my life after basketball in the past maybe year and a half, two years, because of course, when you turn 29, 30, you're like, okay, I'm getting there. It's time to actually start to think about it. And uh, it's for real, it's really, really scary because of course, all you, all I've done in my life is playing basketball and I don't know how it will turn out after. One thing that I'm for sure trying to do and I've learned to do is to create connections, create connection with people because eventually that's how I think I will find a job. More connection you have, more, more paths you can walk in. It's probably easier to eventually find someone that is looking for someone like me that have my character, my ideas, my thoughts. Before, I was not thinking about it. Now, actually, I do it thinking about later. Right. For sure, for sure, I'm also uh, trying to de- develop like some of my ideas. Like you see, I, I'm starting the magazine. I have a dream around it. Like, you know, I have a vision. Yeah, maybe I will never get there. But I think if you start something, you have to have a vision. Definitely. This is, it's going to be hard. Like, for example, before we were talking about investment, like in the past year, I'm starting to build my own house, my old home. So that's an investment. Then at the same time, I'm I'm scared because I'm like, okay, I'm putting there my money. And uh, I still have, after this will be built, I still have a good amount saved. But what if I don't find a job right away? You know, what yeah. if I don't find a job for a year? What if What's going to happen? So it's normal, I think, to be scared in this situation. But at the same time, I'm confident that with the, what I built in this uh, in this career, I will find something. And eventually, I also learned during my sport career that there will be hard times. And if I have to go and uh, make pizza, <laughs> at the same time, I'm not that kind of person that will be like, no, I will never do that. Of course, I want something big for me. At the same time, I'm ready for everything. As you can see, anything can happen. Where, where's the house? that you're building where in, where are you building yeah. nice nice i think just as an athlete people remind me like jory you've traveled the world you've lived amongst different cultures especially for the european players it's like some of you guys speak multiple languages that is so needed in any company uh even corporate corporate companies you know but i think as an athlete you always have that competitive nature like you want to be different like i don't yeah. want to just do <laughs> what everyone else is doing i want to like do something different or create something different. So, but we do forget that we are very valuable to, to any company if they want, um, you know, difference in, in their system and their culture, we bring that. So that's definitely cool. Rewinding a little bit NCAA, cause obviously you're very talented. Now it's a bigger business than probably mm-hmm. When you were coming out now, schools are looking for the European talent, Australia, Spain, like crazy. Were you approached to go to to go to college in the America? Yeah, I was. 
actually I was approached when I was I don't know in America how there are this the school but I would I, I didn't even finish the school before high school that mm. they already <laughs> approached me I was like I haven't even gone to high school yet so I'm, I was a little bit but anyway then after when I grew up again they came but I was in Venice I was already mm. making money I signed a contract in Venice my first contract was of four or five years and I was good I'm like I don't see for me the point to go yeah. to America when I'm already making money here yes would have been an experience but uh, like let's say you when you were in high school you would have a, a first league team that would offer you uh, a four-year deal with good money would you have gone to college I don't know like maybe yes as an American yes because for you guys college is very important but for us I'm like I, I really don't see the point for me to pack my bag and right. go to college now I see that this is as you say like more Italians are going there if I have to be completely honest I see the potential in the experience but I don't see why a penna would have go to uh, college for four years when in four years she could have already made good money and study here in Italy you know if you want to study you can do it here too if you do it for the experience I agree I yeah. think it, it, it will be an amazing experience it will be something that will stay for the rest of your life and I totally if I now now if I look back I'm like yeah maybe I would have liked to do this yeah. it's the difference between again the elite European athlete compared to someone who's in the middle exactly if, I feel like if you're in the middle and you sign a deal and you're only going to be making one to 1,500 you know 2k as a Italian and you're not that elite player like you're not being you're not going to probably get to ski over Guza mm-hmm. or Venice then I feel like for those players maybe it is better to go because maybe they improve maybe they also now can get their education and then when they come back as they're older maybe they can get more money i understand if a player is elite a european that's that's good and they can go to one of those teams but i also agree it doesn't make sense to go to the ncaa but even about education Honestly, I don't know how it works, but I'm not sure 100% that education that you get in America is uh, valuable 100% here in Italy. Like once you're done in America, you probably have to come here and get other another year of uh, university to get your degree to work here in Italy. So I think when you make a decision, you have to put all in a play because this is actually a life decision. Like, you know, because you come to play here in Europe. So, you know, it's a life decision. Mm-hmm. Again, like you need to have a good support behind that maybe helps you to figure out what's your what's your point. But I totally agree that if you are uh, a normal player that doesn't already make make money i think it's a really good experience that if you have the chance to do you might should do in america and abroad the system is set up for players to to go play to get jobs it's not set up to help the player create a plan with we've what i'm trying to build is that if it's a european that's going to choose to go to america or stay if it's an american choosing to come play pro here you have to create a plan because there's so many different opportunities instead of just saying, I'm going to play for this school or I'm going to play for this team because they want me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a good fit. Maybe you can go play for this team and they have something set up where there's a university there and you can get your master's in play. And then from there, you you continue to, to build your career or maybe a European player needs to know that, okay, if I go to this school, I'm not getting an education because when I come back to Italy, it doesn't count. So I'm just going play for someone to just be in America. 
it's hard for someone at 16. And if their parents don't know, this is also the thing. Not many parents know. They have to trust other people with their child. Um, and the player is just like, well, let me just work hard on the court and they will take care of me. But we both know. Yeah, it's no, a business. I, totally, totally. I totally agree because also when you go to, to America and you have an education, I don't know, all the universities are good? No, like in no. A education talking, like so, sometimes probably it's better if you don't go to school. I, now I'm exaggerating. If you yeah. have to go to America to get a degree that doesn't teach you nothing, might as well you read a book at home, my opinion. <laughs> of course, when you are 16, this sucks to understand. Also, you don't, you don't even know probably. But I think you are still already an adult. You are because when you are 16, 18, now you are a, an adult. You need to start to think like an adult and you need to start to think that okay, I go to America first why like what do, what do i want to get out of it because right. if it's just for the experience okay then you know that you are going to invest four years of your life to experience something but then when you come back you you gotta start all back i think at least when you go to ncaa you need to know why you want to go there if you are a european for sure right. this is the base of the decision that you're gonna make What's the feeling of, around the, the clubs and the association around the players leaving and going to college? Like, do they like it or is it something that they just say, OK, it's it's whatever, do what you want? Well, I think even in this depends of the player, who this player is. I heard stories about players that went without the team having no problem about it. I I also heard about players that had to fight to go to, to play basketball in America. I also think that now it's seen like... Um, like uh, lifestyle oh let's go to NCAA just because everyone goes to NCAA and I also think the teams have this feeling I'm like you're going just because everyone is going I think humanly when a player comes in front of you either you are the president or the manager or whatever and you are like really I really want to do this because I see my life doing this I don't think teams will hold you back I think they will try to do it when maybe they see you that you're like yeah I want to go to America you know party party in that case I think they, they see that it's not something that comes from a good place and in that mm-hmm. in that case how can I say okay no the team is bad for doing that I would be like yeah probably you're right it's a, it's a really hard topic and still a lot of Italians don't go like there are some that went lately because again we start to make money early even if if it's yeah. little, we start to make money early. Ah, for example, when I got cold, I look into it now that I remember I look into it, but I had to sit out like two seasons because of the money that I made. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, might as well I stay here. Uh, yeah, you did, you already broke the NCAA rules by being yes. paid. Yeah, when I was, I played, I, I went to high school in London because my okay. when I was young, I lived in London and I played you know the same as you I was on the under 18 and I played for the women team in my area that had a professional team they weren't big of course England pro basketball isn't huge but I was 14 and when I did end up later in my life went back to New York and then started college they did an investigation to make sure I didn't get paid and I really didn't get paid but it was just like I you know now fast forward I can remember like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's why they check because young players are getting money like you guys are getting paid early in a sense. 
the NCAA maybe has to study the European model FIBA because now yeah. if they're starting to lift the rules and players can make money off their brand, it's, it becomes the same as, as you guys. I mean, 14, 15, getting yeah. some money, whatever it might be still, that's way before we can make anything, you know, which is amazing. Far as the the magazine and other things that you want to pursue, uh, tell us just a little bit about that. Like, of course, you're still playing very high level, but what's your plans with the magazine and everything else you you envision? You know, as an athlete, I've always been going through the same question over and over. Like in this quarantine, I've done I don't know how many live streams. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. They ask me always the same question. Always. Right. Like, I, it's crazy. Like, I could record myself and put there, and it, which I understand because, of course, what do you ask me? But at the same time, as if you had the chance to read the Josh interview, like, mm-hmm. there are so many other things that athletes have as humans that for me are way more important than the sports yeah. they do. Um, this is my ambition now to bring out the human of the players. There is right. an interview of uh, Abrines. I don't know if you know him, is a Euroleague player in Barcelona, where he says, you know, everyone, like, call us athletes, athletes, athletes. And we arrive to a point that we think that's all we are. That's scary because if you think you are only an athlete, imagine how much of yourself are you are missing out. So yeah. this is my main goal with this uh, with this magazine, to show another face, the most important face of the, the athlete. And uh, I hope one day to maybe arrive to a brand and being like, the storyteller of the yeah. brand or something this would be my my ambition now my dream my big dream uh from your ig i see you you're really good at photography as i say people have a natural eye for photography because when i take pictures of my friends they always like jory <laughs> no no this is this is this is not good and i'm like oh, i'm trying you know so I truly believe people that can just naturally take good pictures is it's a is definitely a gift. What other skills around um, the magazine? So photography, art. Are there other things that you really enjoy um, around the process? That have you discovered any new talents that you like? Man, like I can do this <laughs> next. <laughs> well, I can. I can actually program, which I didn't think I, I okay. knew how to do. I can uh, set up. A program to make my brand grow slowly, of course. But uh, you, when you start a magazine like me, even if it's a small thing, you cannot just like be, oh, let me start a magazine and see how it goes. So I had to. I talk with friends that already did this. I talk with the managers. Mm-hmm. I talk with people that already did this to try to have a structure at the beginning of uh, of this journey. Uh, because when you start, to think you need to at least have a little bit of structure. I love to write, so that's easy for me and uh, actually what I discovered it's sometimes I when we start when I start this I'm like okay this where I wanted to arrive I have my vision I have my dream but now I'm also discovering during the path that it does it does matter if I will arrive but at the same time it doesn't because I'm discovering so many human beings and so many yeah. nice thoughts that I'm like this is even if it doesn't go nowhere is uh, giving me something that nothing else can give me you really go into deep in a person and they bring out ideas and you're like wow like I can take this for myself so (laughs) I'm actually studying like somehow I'm studying the humans this is a like for real this is something that I think eventually will will help me what will be 
later in my life. I definitely agree, um, especially for athletes that play overseas, especially the Europeans, because you guys are immersed in culture from the beginning. We had we grow to have this ability to connect with people just on a more like easy, genuine level. You know, it's not as difficult to relate because you've been maybe you meet someone from from Spain and you're just like there you've had some experience that makes you oh I can I can I can connect with that person or maybe you've been with an American teammate so if you meet someone else you can say oh yeah I had this American teammate she lives here you know we we can connect with so many people once you've traveled the world and obviously I personally have so much more travel to do um I agree that connecting with people is is underrated I think people don't realize, you know, some people now say, oh, uh, I'm by myself, you know, on this journey, you know, I'm locked in on my goals. And I'm just like that. That's not the right way. Um, You can be locked in on your goals, losing touch to people and and understanding their struggles or successes is that's something much more bigger than us. So um, I think you're definitely right about that. Okay, we're going to wrap up. With our segment, it's called Starting Five. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask you just just a quick question of, you know, your favorites. And you just answer with, you know, one why. Okay. Uh, so what's your favorite singer or rapper? <laughs> That's hard. That's hard. Now I'm I'm actually listening a lot to, I don't know if I say right, powerful, powerful, powerful. Powerful? It, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> The one that say, I bring a cup of coffee. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say his name either. Puffle. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that guy that, like, I actually download all these all his songs and I'm, like, in love with it. Like, okay. his, uh, his flow, it's, like, good. So, um, yeah. Okay, we're going to add it to the credits afterwards. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite city? Wow, I've seen so many, but I think my favorite is, is uh, Rome. There is nothing Rome. like Rome. A lot of history. Um, favorite book? Uh, even this pretty hard question. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. I, I don't have a favorite because I really read a lot of good. I read the last I read. It was uh, uh, Let My People Go Surfing. The, okay. The founder of Patagonia wrote it. And it was a really, really good book. Uh, what's your favorite movie? I would go with Into the Wild. Into the Wild. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and then finally... What was your first celebrity crush? I don't even remember his name, but I think it was Brian from the Backstreet Boys. Brian! Yes. Got you. Nice. That, I think that was my first one. And then I totally changed my my side. All right. Well, perfect. We're going to end it on that. We're going to close out with a Backstreet Boys song as well. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, for coming on. It was a great convo. Obviously, your story, we can talk about so much more, but definitely wanted to hone in on this topic about education and just you know things abroad so I, I thank you for coming on thank you for this amazing conversation